You want to make a bit more bread? Don't want to work until you're dead. So come and listen ahead and find some other ways instead. Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of the Financial Freeman Podcast. And today we are going to be revealing all about our very first property purchase. The good, the bad and the ugly. My name's Gary Freeman. I'm an investor and finance educator. And I'm Ronnie Freeman. I'm a property developer, artist and mother. He's still a father. Yeah. Uh, so, news story of the week. Oh yeah, now let's start with news story of the <laughs> week. Right, and this week it's about someone called Charlotte. Charlotte, a former worker at McDonald's. So always, always good to, to get a free McDonald's. Yeah, well, okay. she's just giving that up now. Um, so lockdown one, all oh, McDonald's closed. Furlough. Furlough, yeah. And she was a bit down in the dumps, our, our, our Lottie. But instead of sort of moping about, she decided to do something about it. What's she doing? She signed up for a course, um, Princess Trust online techie course she so it's free lasted 12 weeks she's like right well lockdown's going to be 12 weeks and we'll we'll all be back in so good use of time well good use of time you know she may as well just learn a bit do something a bit of tech on the side why, why not um they actually ended up changing her life how how that's why? it that's the question right so because she just loved the tech she just couldn't get enough of it she was like right don't really love the fries anymore and the burgers and the late nights and the the, the stresses of, of McDonald's. So she's 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 applied for a job in technology and and she got it. Oh, well done, Charlotte! Yeah, absolutely amazing. And then so she's absolutely loved it since. Um, she said it's changed her life and she gets paid more and more regular hours, uh, and more sort of general independence. So I think it's really an inspiration for all of us that. You can change change track, um, and sometimes when really bad things happen like that, um, then maybe use you can, it as an opportunity. Yeah, you know, you've got a phrase. What's the lemonade phrase? Uh, lemons and lemonade. What's, yeah, if life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. That's it. So Charlotte doesn't need to make lemonade anymore because she's no longer in McDonald's. But hey, uh, right, we'll know now when all, when all the viewers <laughs> switch off at two minutes seventeen seconds because of the bad joke. But anyway, right, you all you all tuned in for property info, so we'll we'll, we'll give you that. Um, and we're just going to talk you through kind of the background to our purchase, how we purchased it why we purchased it, how we got tenancy and problems with the reverb. So sit back, enjoy, take notes, um, and feel free to sort of ask us any questions uh, after the show. So I got the ball rolling with the our property obsession. Uh, I actually bought a book to um, up my business acumen. Uh, it was, I just picked Great it. Great words. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't really know what the book was about. I quite liked the title. It was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, so I started reading it. So it was about um, it's about all about assets and basically everything you buy is either an asset, which means it puts money in your bank, or it's a liability, which means it takes money out your bank. Um, so I thought, okay, this is kind of interesting. Um, Did you ever finish the book? Never finished the book. No. Uh, but Gary's read it several times. So as, as a collective. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we do everything we've, together we've read so, the book. <laughs> that counts um, and yeah so I got, you kind of read this and I thought wow this is kind of a light bulb moment and I know quite a few others in, in the industry have said said similar things um, and it just made me think right let's let's do something about this um, property was kind of the obvious 
easy sort of ish route in. Obviously, Ronnie had the skills. She'd done her own property, um, an extension of her own property, and clearly had done well at it. So I thought, right, let's kind of get get cracking. So so we did. I spent sort of the next three four months after our holiday um, researching different areas, going on sort of these free courses. Um, and these free these free courses yeah. aren't, aren't well, they're not that free. free they're designed to make you spend thousands and i think we'll do an episode actually on whether you should get educated well you should get educated but on on some of these courses whether you should take them and things like that because i think it might be quite a valuable tool um and just just a sounding board really if you're about to sign up for for one of these courses um but anyway we we didn't pay in the end uh, it's a story for another day, but, but we did learn did learn an awful lot, um, and sort of found what they call the gold mine area, uh, and that was in in Rochdale. Uh, it's basically local to where we live, about twenty minutes away, and the prices were just a lot lower than you know where where we live, and it just made me think, well, okay, I get the location point, but but that has to be a good entry point, and the yields were the yields were really good. Now, when I say yields, that essentially just means what rent you're going to get versus the the property purchase Rich. price. Um, There's a very basic sort of calculation. You work out your, your yearly rent over the the purchase price plus your refurb work that you're going to do, uh, and you get a total a total figure at the end of it. And and they always say if you can target somewhere between six and eight percent, then you're doing really well. And I think ours was was just going to be higher than that, so. So happy days um it looked like a good um area and i drilled it down even further which you, which you've got to do is so you can't just pick an area it's no, it's no good saying oh, i'm gonna invest in liverpool um or, or manchester or what have you you need to drill down again and i'd, I'd come up with a place called castleton uh they had some good schools and Check. they re the most important thing for me anyway was was the tenant demand uh on on right move if if anyone's wants to try this you can literally type in any area to, where you go to rent and so not the to buy button but there's a separate to rent button and on there there's a little box in the right hand corner where you can click it if you want to include properties that have just been let and essentially what that allows you to do is work out what the, the, all the properties that have been listed how many of them have actually been agreed to let and there's no set percentage because it just depends demand, basically. yeah so there's no if you've got if you've got 10 properties on there and five have already been agreed to let you know you you know you're in a good area where there's clearly demand uh, that you know five have just gone off the shelves so you know there's going to be hopefully people snapping up your your five so anyway we did all that it looked really good for tenant demand um and then i found a property which came up as i think the asking price was about seventy three thousand, and the, it was pretty much the dream because it was just one picture and on these courses, they already they always said, look look for your one pictures. So it means it's a wreck inside. Absolute wreck inside. So I'm thinking this is you know kaching ka here. And I found a comparable. So I said it was the asking price was seventy three thousand. I'd actually found a comparable about twenty doors down, uh, which was had sold for about I think it was one hundred twenty thousand. So oh, we were about, like Whoa. about a year before. So we were just <laughs> so excited here because we were you know we found the one picture, we'd found the comparable. This was like, yeah, we were going to do really really well from this. Make a lot of profit on that Make one. A lot of profit. And like you know, it was going to be as easy as the courses had told us it was, it was going to be. And as we'll find out, it didn't it didn't quite work out. But but before we get there, do you want do you want to talk about um, the viewing? Anything that popped up at the viewing? Yeah, so it was it was not very nice inside, a um, bit of a wreck, so I walked around, but yeah, yeah, 
strip all this out, make it very pretty. Um, there's quite a few things you should look for in viewings, but um, at the beginning I was just had a quick shmy around. Um, <laughs> in fact, she, she texted me saying, yeah, it's great, it's a wreck. <laughs> so I'm thinking, right, you know, I'm receiving this, I'm in the middle of work, and yeah, I don't know what that means in terms of how much, but then you then you got the build around, do you remember, do you remember Paul? Yeah, um, and he was like, yeah, 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 gave us a price, yeah, can do it for about, about that, yeah. Um, and he kept, like, not giving us a quote. Uh, <laughs> you know, he just never wrote it down. And Gary was like, well, write it down right just can you yes and i think we you know we'd probably have like a, a nightly weekly argument about this but it's like i've asked i've asked and i'm like okay but we just need to write it down we need to know what we're getting for our twenty thousand, which i think was roughly the the quote and, and then i spoke to the builder he's like yeah, yeah yeah i'll do it i'll do it i'm just like and he'd always say some random location he was in that you know i didn't know where it was but like up in the hills somewhere i'll do it when i'm back on monday i'll do it when i'm back I and mean, i never did so anyway, he still started the job and, and and he'd done our house so we did trust him you know we, we trusted him a bit and he was he was a lovely guy um we just didn't quite know what, what we were getting for our, for our money uh and then i think there was um we had to do one of those debates do you remember the toilet situation do you want to, do you want to explain what you wanted an extra toilet didn't you yeah there was um basically a shed attached to the house like it's part of the house but the door was from outside so i was like well you just Put the door inside and make it into a downstairs loo yeah, yeah what was the debate well i didn't think that was a good idea oh, because right. i said well look look it was going to cost about three or four thousand for for a toilet and ronnie said oh yeah we've got to give them a toilet you know we've we've got a downstairs toilet they, they need one <laughs> I, three I, bed house, I want to live yeah. there three bed house and i was like yeah. oh i always want to do it like if i i always imagine me living there which is like rule number which one which is great because it does <laughs> don't, make, don't, it, don't well don't but it makes it look really nice so it does it does work in in the long run but i said for this i actually kind of put my foot down i said look it, the area doesn't demand that that kind of thing and obviously we want to look after our tenants as much as we possibly can but they just don't need a toilet anyway i managed to call the uh, estate agent and spoke to their letting department and they said you just don't need it um <laughs> it's not going to make any difference to your rent and just crack on because uh, they can go upstairs um to the toilet so we did avoid that one although we did have a few extra um spends on on the way during the refurb but yeah it was yeah i had well so what I'd, what now i know what to look for in a property but at the beginning there's quite a lot to get your head around there's the electrics there's the plumbing there's a the state of the radiators the state of the sockets there's the boiler there's the electric wall panel thing there's if the windows are double glazed there's to check the roof there's, there's a lot to check for mold to check for cracks there's when you're a beginner that's a lot to take in and remember when while you're trying to walk around and i also have my baby with me so <laughs> i used to carry her in the sling with my properties so yeah, you know. it, it, probably not the ideal scenario. Anyway, we, we still went anyway, ahead. So we, we, were happy, we were happy with the quote um, and we did all the boring things like, you know, the, the legal work. We didn't do it. I didn't do it myself. Um, got got some sort of local solicitor to do that and that was always, that was all fine. Uh, the estate agent gave me a mortgage broker uh, and he was great. If anyone wants his details, let me know. Um, he he found us a really good deal in which where we there was no early redemption fee. So basically, it meant I could get a seventy-five percent uh, mortgage, and then I would be able to refinance once we'd done the work. So that extra money that we spent, the twenty thousand or, or whatever it was going to be on the refurb, essentially would be able to pull that back out of the the deal. Um, 
and after you know after we'd done after we'd done the work so that that was really happy with it was a good a good rate so we cracked on with that found an insurance broker from sort of networking group i've been part of so it was actually fairly straightforward the purchase um and then we'd obviously spent then a bit more work on on the refurb but but ronnie put a beautiful touch on it um and look good you were happy weren't you yeah very smart very fresh really really good and really good for the area um so it was the day of the the valuation um and he came around he was also thought wow he was i think he was really kind of positive about what we'd done obviously they never know what to expect um especially some unscrupulous landlords um who don't sometimes make the property as nice as the they could do and obviously this was sort of the opposite yeah he didn't comment on the lack of toilet as well so that was that was good um and then the broker course me there was a toilet upstairs there was a toilet. yeah yeah they wouldn't make them piss outside so that was okay uh the broker calls me up and says um yeah you know you were expecting like over 110,000 i said yeah he said mm, didn't get that far it doesn't actually begin with a, with a one uh, i said oh, please tell me at least it begins with a nine he said yeah ju- just about uh, and it was it was 90,000 he said so that property that that you you know the comparable you'd found even though it was so close uh, he said yours isn't that comparable because actually uh, yours is an ex council house oops yeah so you get that, that heart sinking moment it's like damn i didn't learn that on my on my free courses maybe if i'd gone to the, the paid ones i might have learned um and i guess it was sort of obvious well it is obvious now well, I, I, kind, know, I, I kind of know what's what's council house and what's not but i just didn't really know i didn't know anyone thankfully you know, lived in a council house that kind of thing so uh, it was all a bit um new and so suddenly sort of 20 grand had just been wiped out from um our profit our profit and you know we'd gone from sort of what looked like an amazing deal to i'd call it a bang average deal uh, it certainly didn't become terrible overnight but it wasn't kind of sort of fantastic anymore uh anyway he, he said it was ninety thousand. i said look i still felt even if it was ex council house we might be able to do a bit better than that uh, and i'd found i went back and i found another comparable which i kind of i thought i could use to our advantage that that still wasn't ex council, but it looked a bit more like ours from the outside. Um, anyway, so I said to the broker, did great. He said, right, you can actually get another free valuation from another lender. So we did that, and it got to ninety five thousand. Um, and I was, you know, it wasn't wasn't bad. Um, so we could pull some some of the money back out. Now we ended up spending almost, I think, twenty four grand, I think, on the on the property. So technically, we could have come along. Remember, we spent 71,000, 71,500 on the purchase price. So technically we could have come along and literally bought a brand new fresh house for, that had already just been done up for the same price of 95,000. But, you know, we wouldn't have learned and we wouldn't have kind of had the experience along the way. Of, and of they doing generally, if it was on the market, they generally sell for a bit more than what they're valued at for the mortgage. So exactly. we wouldn't actually have bought a house for the no, same price no. of that standard. Um, but there you go, good, a good lesson learned. Um, and then sort of come to the, the tenants, because obviously when you, you know, the whole reason we went in for this was to make sure there was a, we'd get tenants and they'd pay well. Um, and I'd spoken to the letting agent, as I said a bit before, about sort of what price I might be able to get for the property once it was done up. And they were like, yeah, five, five two, five, £525 a month is kind of where where you're looking at. £550, an absolute push um, if it's if it's really nice um so i always like to push things uh and i thought we yeah. might get a bit more you than do. that so i put an advert up um on on facebook actually i decided 
I decided just to give it a go, see if I could get my own tenant in. They they weren't charging a fortune letting agent um, to to get a tenant in, but I just thought, right, you know, we just overspent on on the new windows that that I didn't know about, um, and the valuation wasn't as good. So I thought, right, I'll get, I'll get the tenant in myself, and so I put it up and loads of interest. Um, and a young sort of family came round straight away, uh, and they loved it, uh, and they were really nice. Um, sort of the first yeah. impression was 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 fantastic you went out to meet them i think you yeah. um got on. yeah you got on really kind of really well with them i spoke to them on the phone uh happy days and they agreed to pay this sort of 600 pounds and they i think they said five seven five uh, at that point so i thought wow okay that's so much better than what the letting agent had said um jobs are good and so do the referencing um it came back as uh didn't pass oops yeah another oops <laughs> So this was kind of getting me a bit stressed now because obviously things hadn't gone according to plan. And it was a real dilemma because they were really nice, as we'd said. Um, she was about to have a baby. Yeah, literally, that was it, yeah. So she was going to... She wants to move in, like, you know, the next day kind of thing. And they uh, were ready. And they were ready. Like, yeah, and the house, packed. Like, the house was ready. So I thought this is just brilliant. You know, no voids, so no, no, no time where uh, the property's going to be empty for. Uh, let's just, you know, some one hand, it was like, get them in, really nice. They said, oh, we'll look after your house so much, we'll treat it as, you know, as our own. But on the other hand, I had this piece of paper with a big red sort of fail on it. And I come from a career where if you've got your red piece of paper and you haven't passed something, then then you just don't touch it, basically. You know, if you don't get your A stars, then you can't get into your job and all, and all the rest of it. And so it was, a, it was a bit of a dilemma, but I got a corner up and I said, well, you know, and the reason he failed, because he had um, a county court judgment against, against I think it was actually the, 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 the female. And I said, "Oh, don't worry about that, Melissa." Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, she said. I said, "What's well, it for?" And she said, "Oh, I don't know." It's like, <laughs> you know, if, if I had a parking fine kind of thing, I'd be like fretting for for a few for days. And it, so she just didn't know, and it wasn't a lot of money. So that was that was kind of the the saving grace. It was literally like you know less than half a month's rent. I think it was like 200 pounds. And, and I asked, I, I said, "Have you got a guarantor?" And they looked at me as though you know, no. Um, and they said, well, we'll pay you a bit more. We'll pay you a bit more so you can get insurance. So now I was being offered £600 a month. This is now like £75 a month more than what the letting agent had said. And so I just thought, right, roll the dice. Um, let's just let's just get them in. Uh, worst case, we have to turf them back out again. Um, and They're going to have the baby on the show. They're going to have the baby. Yeah, like, you know, they're guilty. Anyway, baby it, Jesus. It, it just, <laughs> exactly. Um, and so we, we got them in. Uh, and, and it was worth it because they sent us a nice picture of a newborn a few weeks later. Yeah, and they kind of asked really nice. They said, we, "What was it, put pictures up on the wall or put curtains up?" Oh yeah, yeah. they said, "Can we put curtains up?" And it was just like it, they were just really <laughs> nice and, re and they sent me a text saying they appreciate this so much and and they've really really looked after the and, and that's and that's every yeah. time we go it's very clean and it, and it was kind of worth worth the risk in the end and they really have kind of properly you know I'll gut feel about what they were like with, as come completely to, to fruition you know they've really looked after it um there's been a couple of issues with with payment um quite a few actually but well, it was christmas well, it, it was first of all it was christmas <laughs> and, and then there were issues and then with the baby and then there were issues yeah, with, yeah health with, issues and then obviously the virus struck and there was all kinds of issues and at one point i was looking through he said oh, i can't pay um I said, so when? And he said, oh, I don't know, till, till, till when the virus ends. And 
good job I got into you know intervene because otherwise we'll still be sat here now with, with no rent coming in uh, and I said so I talked him through you know the issues and I ended up sort of basically being his accountant for for the time and looked into all the you know what what you could get in terms of the the cover and the benefits and, and the furlough schemes um, and so we did all of that and we ended up coming with a sort of a payment plan that could that got him got him through really um, and I think actually we basically got all the the money back um, there was a couple of other issues with the property where ended up with a bit of damp and it wasn't particularly nice sort of living environment for on the for a while so we gave them a bit of money off for there but it was a bit of a roof leak a well. bit of a roof uh-huh. leak uh, but they caught up and that was kind of the main thing and, and again I think that just sort of shows the learning sort of outcome from all of that is is just talk to your tenants um, be open most with them most of the time they're, they're, they're just genuinely trying their best they really are <laughs> you know he was really kind of trying you know once I'd explained to him how we're put off by this we can't he was because firstly he just thought we'd be able to get a mortgage holiday he'd seen that plastered over the news and he said oh you'll be fine I said well no it doesn't quite work like that it'll help it'll affect our credit rating and things like that um and so once we kind of explained that and we were both open with each other uh you know he, he was really so they were really working hard and came up with a plan and it's about that open communication every month if you're managing it yourself certainly to to just check you know it's being paid and sometimes tenants pay we've got you know a tenant who literally just pays every month on time every day you know the right day of the, of the month we're like wow we and never yeah, hear from them and we've literally <laughs> never had an issue so it's not this is not every tenant but but you might get you know one or two tenants that aren't necessarily that easy and it's and it, you just have to work with them um and remember they are people uh, and they are your customers most importantly so I think just look after them uh, so anyway the I think we said a tiny bit before there was other issues um, with with the house and there was the roof and damp what else was there something else I can't remember that was it that was it but anyway it cost us a few more a few, quite a bit more money um, and so you know where, where we come to all of this is um, would we have done all this again you know we've kind of taken quite a few risks the uh the refurb was more expensive than we thought it would be we've then had issues since then which um taken most of the profit <laughs> which taken most of the profit we obviously didn't get the valuation we thought um because the the the, the council thought was the good the bad and the ugly where's the good no we no the good is the house so the good is that we've now got a good asset and the, and the tenants and the tenants and um it has gone up in value uh, the area has done done well and, and that's kind of the you know because we did the research to, to begin with about finding the right area that would go up in value uh it's it's done that so when we, re- we refinance again this year we'll be able to pull some money out and most importantly we have still got an asset that's bringing us money in every, every month um and we're not going to have problems hopefully with the with the actual property you know every year that sucks away our profit and we're hopefully going to have this for years and hopefully the tenants are going to be in for years they've already told us it's going to be there pro- you know a number of times it's going to be their property for for life kind of thing so that's bringing in you know a good amount of money um every every year for not doing that much even though we we're managing it ourselves and we have had issues now for the last what six months we've yeah we've not had to do anything and so they really well because we've sorted out the issues quickly I really think we've gained it. a lot of our yeah. respect so. um so that's it we've got a good asset now um and it gave us i think most importantly probably of all is that it gave us a lot of confidence to move on um so Next. that yeah. yeah it gave ronnie a lot of confidence sort of project managing we worked out that we needed a builder who did give us a formal quote with um <laughs> you know what was going to be included for, the, for this 20k or whatever uh, so that was good 
you know, I gain experience about comparables um, and you've really got to drill down and, and do it as much research as you possibly can. So, yeah, I think we really learned a lot and I'm glad we did it and I'm glad we got the asset and hopefully um, we'll, we'll kind of keep learning as we go along. So I hope you found that that useful. Um, there might be lots of questions, so please do get in touch. How, how did they do that? Oh, right. I was just going to say. Oh, go on. Yeah, all the courses say, like, your first deal, no matter how great you think you are, your first deal is probably not going to be amazing and just get it done with. And the sooner you do it and just get onto the cycle, the better. That's um, it. If you want to get in touch with us, we are on Facebook, Financial Freeman, or we are on every other platform going. Yeah. <laughs> Please, please do like and subscribe. Um, it just sort of spreads the word. And that's all we're trying to do here. We're just trying to educate everyone um, so they can be the happiest they can be. So thank you for listening. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.